Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Hurricanes Rewind, Miami and Clemson. On Saturday at 3.30, we'll be on the air at 11.30 a.m. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr. Good to hear from head coach Mario Cristobal. Uh, last week, Canes uh, did a lot of good things against Georgia Tech. Cam Kitchens. My goodness gracious, how about that? Three interceptions in the game. That was an event, you know, for, for Cam Kitchens. And, and couldn't happen to a, a guy that is any better, uh, strong hurricane. And, and the fact that he studies, he goes to school, sets all the right example, and it's good to see that all that pays off. All right, so uh, Jakari Brown got the start last week. Uh, he was dynamic. You can see what happens when you have a dynamic player. And I think we've maybe, Miami hasn't had a guy like that not only a quarterback, but at any position that can make something happen, that uh, puts you on on the edge of your seat. That's what Jakari Brown does. That's what dynamic players do. They do, and, and the beauty of it, which I don't think is you really can see, not see if, you, if you're not around it all the time, is how he elevates everybody else. He elevates the defense. He elevates special teams. He elevates the offensive line. He's certainly going to elevate uh, the running backs and the receivers. But everybody feeds off of his energy and his success because he is a, a positive force of energy. I'll tell you, uh, I've done a lot of locker room interviews. I've listened to a lot of locker room interviews. The one you had with him, I don't know that I'm overstating it. It was one of the, it had to be one of the top five guys that um, you have spoken to. Now, he's got a long way to go uh, here at the University of Miami. And I think if he's managed properly and uh, which he will be. He's got a chance. No, don't speed. This could be could take a couple of years, but he's got a chance to be a superstar in this town. Don't forget what you'd said. Don't speed it up. All right. Don't speed it up. There's no reason to hurry this. You have to also look at a couple of things that happened. Frank Ponce has done a great job with him because I saw him in the spring every day, and he is not the same guy that we saw start against Georgia Tech. He's gotten a lot better. He's gotten, he's, he's picked up skills. He's uh, improved in numerous ways. Also, the game plan that was put in place by Josh Gaddis was successful, and it was built around him. He understood it, and it didn't overload him, which is why he was successful too. I say don't speed it up. Now, maybe circumstances in the offseason uh, will do that, but this guy's six four. They list him at two ten. He's going to get hit a lot, so he could use a year of getting bigger and stronger. Now, if Van Dyke comes back next year, and I assume he will, then I don't have a problem with playing both of them. I don't. I'm speeding myself, 
I assume he comes back. If he doesn't, we'll see what happens. But I just want to see this kid in his sophomore year not take such a beating that you don't ever get to see the best of him. He, he's got Lamar Jackson qualities. He absolutely does, and I think he's wise enough with the interaction that I've had with him to understand what it takes to be groomed to be a great quarterback, and being rushed is not one of them. Uh, the other part of it with Van Dyke is there's no better mentor. There's no better guy to, to watch in the meeting room than Tyler Van Dyke. He was voted captain his freshman year after uh, Gaynor got hurt. They needed another offensive captain. The team voted him in. That's the kind of guy you want to learn from. You, you've got to, it's, it's not about being the best athlete on the field. For him, he needs to ultimately end up being the best quarterback that he can be and maybe the best quarterback in the country. He might be a, a magician on Saturday. I don't know. Maybe he'll have a Jim Kelly-like game. Uh, the one Kelly had against Penn State. I do know this. Two years ago, Miami went to Clemson, and the Clemson Tigers had a very simple game plan. De'Ara King, you're not going to beat us with your legs. We're going to take away your wide receivers. And I think the same is going to happen this week. Clemson is going to lock their defensive backs on to Miami's wide receivers, and everybody else, all eyes, will be on Jakari Brown. So it was an uncomplicated game plan last week. And against Georgia Tech, you could out-athlete them at certain times. You could outrun them at certain times. And they did not know what to expect from Jakari Brown. Clemson will know what to expect because how much more can you add on with two days of practice? Really, it's, a, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, walk through Thursday, or, you know, uh, shells on Thursday, get on the plane Friday. It's not like you're going to unleash a whole new offense. So it's about execution for Miami, and it's not about execution from the quarterback position, and that's what Miami's going to have to rely on. There will be some limitations on how expansive this offense can get today. That's not the case for the future, but for today. Um, I would also say, you know, we have always have this discussion about you know, talent and roster and yada, yada, yada. This is so simple to me. On Saturday, I would just tell people, look at Clemson's defense. Look at their front seven and say, really? I mean, that's, that's what a front seven looks like. You take a look at their linebackers. This kid, Barrett Carter, who wears number zero, He's frightening. 6'1", 230 pounds. Jeremiah Trotter, 230 pounds. Trenton Simpson, 240 pounds. Brian Brashe, coming out of high school, was the number one player coming out of high school. 6'5", 305. K.J. Henry, at defensive end, they drop him into coverage mm -hmm. if, they, if need be. Uh, this is a – and Miles Murphy was also – I think one of the top two players coming out of high school. This is a great front seven. This is what Miami aspires to be, not what Miami is. Clemson has a blueprint in place. And if you're Miami and you want to play in the National Football League, how do you hold up today? That's really what you have to look at. You, you've got to, how, do you, how do you hold up against a Clemson? How do you hold up against that kind of talent? Because that is an, almost everybody that you mentioned will be drafted. There's no question in my mind. I've watched them, and, 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 and you've watched the way that they run, the way that they execute their defense, and I think we're smart in bringing up the point that Clemson's won national championships. Yeah, they had the big-time quarterback, but they played championship defense, and that has not gone away. Don, you know, we get asked this question every year about a 1,000 times. What would be success 
for the University of Miami. At the beginning of every season, we're asked, what is a successful season? And for 18 years, I've given the same answer. Win 10 games. If you win 10 games consistently, your, your program is on solid ground. Will you win a championship? Maybe of some kind. Clemson's on the verge of a 12th straight 10-win season. When you win 10, you are playing for high stakes. And uh, Miami's won 9. They've won 10 one time. Won 10 one time. Gotten to 9, and then it seems to fall apart. But to me, the standard is 10. Now, if they expand these conferences and all that down the road, it might be 9. But for right now, it's 10. 10 qualifies you, doesn't it? It qualifies you for an opportunity to be great. And I think that's – I'm with you, and, and I agree with you completely. It's not that you – it's not – 14 and 0 or bust or 13 and 1 or bust or or whatever it's get to 10 wins again and again and again that means probably you're winning some games by a large margin that means you're getting young kids young players to play that means they're getting experience it means that you're going to big time bowl games again 15 more practices you're getting young guys a chance to play you get an extra game that's a high-intensity, high-profile game that you get experience in. That's why it's hard to go to the, to the college football prom if you haven't been there before. And when you do get into that playoff situation or the, or the big-time bowl games, it's hard to win them because you don't have the experience. Clemson's got the experience. What are they intimidated by? The freshmen have been there, the sophomores have been there, the juniors have been there, and all the seniors have been there. They've played an extra 33 games over the last several years. That's right. Right, an extra thirty plus games they have played because they keep winning ten games. When you win ten games consistently, there's only one thing that happens: you just keep winning more. That's the tradition that has been put in place. That's the expectation that you have to understand when you go in there. And the and the foundation's been laid. <clears throat> the the extra hours that are put in with the players by themselves that's not that's not expected. That's done. It's not just expected. It's like, well, we expect you to. No, this is how we do it. And that's what happens with championship programs. So Miami and Clemson on Saturday at 3.30. Uh, we'll be on the air at 11.30. DJ Ui Ungalale, their quarterback. I said that one pretty good. Cannot guarantee it on Saturday. Um, big, strong quarterback. Uh, he's had some issues. They've turned the ball over nine times in their last three games. Miami's got to find a way to turn them over. That's the key. I mean, that's always the key. You know, if you can get two, you'll, you'll probably be fairly close. You get four, you got a chance to, to win the ball game. Um, Miami's just can't, can't get overwhelmed. I think that's really the thing that you don't want Miami's defense to get overwhelmed by their running game and the speed that they have out at wide receiver. Nobody knows their names, but they're all big and fast, and they all had five stars, and they all can play. And the backfield to me, Joe, I'm going to keep going back to it again and again. I love their running attack. It, whether it's Mafa or whether it's Shipley, it doesn't matter to me, or it's going to be both. That's the thing that drives the force on the offense. Right now, Clemson needs some help to get into the college football playoff. they got to win, win against Miami on Saturday and, of course, uh, then beat South Carolina and beat North Carolina in the championship game and get some help. Uh, the college football playoff, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU. How about what TCU did to Texas? Held them to three points and one for 13 on third down. They did it. TCU went into Texas, into Austin, one for 13 on third down, held their great running back to like 20 yards rushing, held Longhorns and Steve Sarkeesian, offensive guru to under 200 yards. 
Yeah, well, think about that. All the money in the world, all the resources in the world, all the, the hope in the world, and Texas is still struggling to win football games. So it's not that easy. I mean, they went out and spent a boatload of money on the head coach and everything that comes with it, and they, they are going. And then you have TCU. It would be something if they finish undefeated. Yeah. That would be amazing for me. Uh, Michigan and Ohio State are on a collision course in two weeks. Yeah. Thanksgiving weekend looks like Michigan and Ohio State uh, each have a game coming up this week. But, um, yeah, I'll give it to Harbaugh. The last two years, he's been really good. Michigan's glad that Mr. Harbaugh stuck around. Believe it. I mean, he's, he might be a little bit. Look how long it took him. Yeah, it might be. Well, and they were very, very, very patient. And I give, I give the University of Michigan credit for that. And that's, that's a playoff game. Plain and simple, yeah. that's a playoff game. Yeah. Um, Georgia looks like they're going to get LSU. Well, they will get LSU in the mm-hmm. uh, Southeastern Conference Championship game unless they trip up somehow. But, I mean, look, I think Georgia should go to the NFL. They're a feeder program right now, aren't they? I'm not going off the Bulldog. I'm, I'm really not. Everybody wants to talk about Brian Kelly and LSU and blah, 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 blah. Uh-uh. I, I, with what happened, what, what totally got me committed to that deal was how they handled Tennessee. I heard all this about Tennessee and Herndon Hooker and the offense and what they did to Alabama. Georgia just took care of business, and that was very, very impressive. And they're, I think they're the, really they're the team to beat. Yeah, it's hard to believe college football season is almost over. Uh, the ACC, the championship game, is said is going to be Clemson and North Carolina. And uh, we saw Drake May earlier this year. I don't know if people fully realize he, he could win the Heisman Trophy. His numbers are better than all those other quarterbacks, including C.J. Stroud. He's got like 35 touchdowns and three interceptions. Joe, I wouldn't uh, – if he doesn't win it this year, he will next, no. right? I mean, he's going to come in with, with a resume that's untouchable if he doesn't win it this year. He is a guy that uh, – I think the only reason it can keep him uh, out of the Heisman balloting, at least, is, is if people don't see him play. And I think they just look at a box score sometimes. But you watch him play and the, and the toughness that he brings, but you combine that with the skill, and that offense is custom fit for him. Okay, back to Miami and Clemson. Uh, Hurricanes will have Jakari Brown, uh, Knighton. They're going to have to somehow generate a run game uh, against uh, Clemson and then spring a receiver free, maybe get uh, a layup somewhere along the line. But uh, Clemson's made enough mistakes the last couple of weeks to keep teams in games, and I just have this feeling that that's what Dabo Sweeney's going to be harping on all week. Your feeling's correct. I mean, that, you know, his, his whole deal is we're a championship team. We hadn't lost here in, in, in Death Valley for six years, and we're going to let a freshman come in in his second start and beat us. Yeah. I think he's just poking, poking the bear on both sides of the ball, and it's going to be a, a, a tough challenge. Uh, we, we have seen some uh, future Hurricanes. Jakari uh, Brown, we saw Wesley Besaint last week. We've seen more of... Nigel e. Kelly, Cam Kitchens, of course, uh, having, having himself a great season. I think he's adjusted to you know, playing those two deep, uh, Miami playing the two deep safeties, him coming off the hash. Uh, he's starting to get a better feel for that. Certainly he did last week. Joe, he's one of the best football players on this team. Cam Kitchens, with, he might be the best on defense. I'd say if I had to pick him, I'd say yeah. And that was before the Georgia Tech game. And he might be the, the best pure football player on this team and and he provides the leadership he does everything he's supposed to do and then some he does all his homework 
and extra credit. And, that, and that's the kind of guy he is. And, and he's young, and, and you bring up the point. You know, you've got uh, Inez Cooper is, is a true freshman. You've got Lawrence Seymour, who's a redshirt freshman. Both those guys are starting. You, got, you mentioned Brown, the quarterback. You've you got Skinner, who had a touchdown. There's a lot of young, talented guys that are get, going through uh, tough football games right now. It, all that's going to pay dividends down the road. If you were to tell me at the beginning of the year, Miami was going to have to go to Clemson with their third-string quarterback, third-string right guard, and third-string – I don't even know if maybe Seymour is third-string. I don't know what string he was. But uh, him starting at left guard, and you, I would say, well, do we really want to get on that bus? You do because you know, you know what happens is this game pays dividends. Win, lose, or draw, this game pays dividends because when you're young and you go through something like this – Everything's easy after that. It really is. I mean, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go that's going to be any tougher than this? If you're 18 years old, where are you going to go that's any tougher than this? Okay, Miami will play uh, Clemson on Saturday at 3.30. They'll look ahead. 3.30 on Saturday, 11.30 pregame show. Next week, Thanksgiving weekend, Hurricanes will play Pittsburgh. That uh, time slot will be 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock kickoff for Pittsburgh at Hard Rock Stadium uh, next Saturday. So, uh, that sets, us, uh, sets the deal for you. Thank you for joining us here on Hurricanes Rewind. Thanks to head coach Mario Cristobal. Thanks to Don Bailey Jr., our producer, Danny Garcia. Thanks for joining us here on Rewind, and have a very pleasant good evening. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.